Welcome to Dish of the Day with Eartha Kitten and Delta Van Dam. Today we'll be serving up a big plate of hot takes on whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Welcome to the scat episode. Scooby-Doo. Well, welcome to Dish of the Day. Who are you going to call? Not me. <laughs> Yo, mama! I like that version. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to the birthday episode. Hi. <laughs> Uh, well, we decided to do a birthday episode because, um, this one will be coming out probably, what, like, July something? Mm-hmm. But anyway, Delta and I recently had birthdays. Um, yeah. mine was May 19th. Mine's June 9th. Um, so pretty damn close together. Yeah. So we had birthdays and... We decided to do an episode about birthdays because they always bring up plenty of emotions and oh, yeah. there's always interesting food at some people's birthdays and why not talk about age yay <laughs> you know, the pandemic where it seems like i haven't aged at all uh, my favorite topic aging right it's like my aging should have been stunted at 28 when this pandemic started but did it nope Mm-mm. so we're going to start it off with an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Or that you had a very specific appetizer you wanted to dish I about. I am ranting about this time fucking allergies. I don't know if it's part of getting older. I don't know if it's always been this way and I just ignored it because I had like a pretty strong immune system. But I feel like my allergies have been beating my ass with a baseball bat <laughs> in the middle of a Denny's parking lot. <laughs> since last November I just like every time I think I have like a little bit of relief and I'm like this is what it feels like to not have my chest feel congested and this is what it feels like to have a good night's rest because I'm not fighting to fall asleep um I it just comes back it's like nope you can't have that for too long don't get used to it because you're actually just meant to suffer and everything i feel like it's when it hits it's not like a slow build up of like these are like tiny little symptoms and maybe you still have time to take an allergy pill it's like one second i'm completely fine i decide to go outside because like today it was like a high of 77 it was beautiful today so i'm like i gotta get the girls outside we have to go on a walk we have to go play in the sprinkler like it's just so nice and my body is like, well, you stepped outside for more than two seconds, <laughs> so you can have a very congested sinus cavity. You can have chest pains that will definitely make you go into a panic attack and make you think you have COVID, even though you're vaccinated and you haven't been around anybody who's not vaccinated in a very <laughs> long time. And finally, probably won't get any sleep because you can't get comfortable because you're so full of water and crap and also there's bloating because i can't breathe so you know here's to a weekend full of drinking water shooting flonase up my nose taking allergy pills and hoping i don't pass out behind the wheel of my car yeah that i mean you're talking to somebody who literally just had to buy two air purifiers for the house because whatever's going around pollen or pet dander or I don't know what mm-hmm. my eye was so irritated and itchy that it like swelled shut mm. for like a day was that the night I was over here and you kept rubbing it yes and you were like um how's my eye I was like pretty Bad. fucking red <laughs> yeah. like your eyes really red right now no yeah it, it happened to me it happened to one of my cats his eye pretty much gunked shut mm-hmm and everybody was like sniffling and kind of coughing and i'm like i guess i'm buying an air purifier or two so i have one upstairs one downstairs and i'm like getting old is expensive mm-hmm. like if you had told me when i was 17 that in 10 years i would require two air purifiers in my house just to survive comfortably i would have cried <laughs> you know it's just the joys of getting old and home ownership 
<laughs> I feel. Yeah. I um yeah, I've joined uh the plant nerds, so I'm like apparently snake plants keep the air clean. So I have two snake plants and I'm hoping that that helps with the, but it's not like the apart, my air in, the air in my apartment get, it gets stuffy in my apartment, but it doesn't get like unbearable. Usually I can just like open a window, turn on a fan and it clears out pretty nicely. Um, but yeah, no, I, you saw when I was in, so when we were in California, my allergies just decided to try and fucking kill me mm -hmm. besides like, so I got really bad sinus drainage and I lost my voice and I had to walk to a fucking target to buy a humidifier for the hotel room we were staying in. Cause the air was so dry and I couldn't like nothing helped except eating and sometimes being outside was okay. Other times it just made it like completely worse yeah so yeah i was like nothing says i took a 30th birthday trip like almost damn near passing out five minutes into a hike i know <laughs> that hike was the worst we were both just like i can't fucking breathe i can't do it this is the mountains and i'm dying and, and i had to say out loud i wasn't like ashamed or anything but I had to say out loud, you know, the last time that I hiked this, I was 25 years old. And that was completely different than now where I'm like 30. I'm really, I'm not, I wasn't even super active, I feel like, at that time. Was I? See, I'm 26 and I am active. Mm -hmm. And that day I was fucked. I could not breathe. Mm -hmm. My heart rate was up. I don't know what's in the California air while we were there, but it was... I think it's just Not that good. mountain air and we just like Are we did it? we did get dropped off okay so where we hiked was griffith park and we got dropped off at the bottom like and we had to walk up to the observatory already mm -hmm. so we already had to kind of hike our asses up to this observatory and then we're getting deeper into the mountains and it's like had we not had done all that if the uber True. driver had paid attention and dropped us off at the observatory we probably would have had a little bit more stamina to at least get to one checkpoint on the trail. Yeah. Instead of being like, I've done all I can do today. Yeah, that was that was rough, man. But then we went and walked around Hollywood for like, what, three hours? And we were totally fine. Totally fine. But that's level ground. I don't, I don't get it, man. It, it's we're the inconsistency. People. We're city people. We're like, oh, clean air. Fuck this. Yeah. This clean air is not agreeing with my my lungs mm -hmm. yeah fuck getting older fuck allergies Ugh. that's all i have to say about that mm -hmm. i'm just i'm sick of feeling sick all the time i'm fucking sick of it i'm fucking sick of it mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was our appetizer take your allergy pills this is your reminder if you are an adult human that needs allergy pills to survive Please take them if you have not already. Yeah, literally take it from your two local bisexual showgirls. You're not superhuman. Your body will thank you. Just take your allergy pills. And if you want to take it a step further, take some fucking vitamins. Yeah. I have an alarm on my phone to take my vitamins. And I ignore it a lot of the times. But when I don't, the next day I'm like, wow, I feel like I could lift a semi truck. I need it's to actually a, take vitamins. It's a world of difference. It's amazing what one vitamin D pill will do for your like mental clarity. I need to take them then because yeah. I definitely have been on the no vitamin train. Yeah, definitely like when I take I feel you want to hear like I know you were like air purifiers that's your side of getting old. I can only have a decent night's sleep when I take my vitamins the night before turn on my humidifier don't go to sleep with my podcast and then wake up the next morning, take a nice shower, make a, make like a small breakfast, eat a granola bar, and I'm ready to take on the day. That is seven <laughs> steps. Oof. Seven steps it takes for me to have what most 22 year olds just wake up and do. Like I remember a time where I could like drink until 3 a.m., wake up, get to work by 10 a.m. and be completely fine. If I tried that right now, I'd just call off work. Mm-hmm. Man, I would kill for that because back then I didn't need to drink. What did I need to drink for? Mm -hmm. What problems did I have? You didn't drink to like, that's a thing that we do now. When yeah. you get older, you drink to like relax, maybe like unwind, you know, make your problems go away. When you're young, you drink to get fucked up. <laughs> some of, some people do. At least oh. I did. I was like, there's no point in drinking if I'm not drunk. 
no, yeah, same here. And it's mm-hmm. just, I look back at my younger self and I'm like, save it. Save that hangover. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to like. You don't know where this leads. You're going to eventually get to the point where you can't have a beer and a half without having a horrible hangover. Save it. Right. I don't know what chemical is in your body that runs out when you get to your late 20s, but you need that chemical for hangovers now. (laughs) Also, stop drinking cheap alcohol. Please. Because it's like now we know we like nicer alcohol. We don't have to spend a ton of money to buy stuff that's not going to give us hangovers and what do we do we drink like one sip of it and i'm like give me my body time for bed bedtime mm-hmm. sleep time well speaking of aging birthdays Woo-hoo. yay do we want to start with how old we are i don't care i just turned 30 and i just turned 27 so Ooh. i'm probably gonna die this year oh god if i don't I will have survived the 27 Club. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I did. So, yeah, I kept trying. I was just, I think when I turned 27, I just refrained from making that joke because I was like, let's not give people another reason to worry about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not liking 27 so far. I'm just going to say. 27 was... Yeah, 27, I had my last hoe phase. So that was nice. fun. Yeah, it was fun until it wasn't. I got over it like within like six months. I was like, yeah, this is just exhausting. Mm-hmm. And men are stupid and I don't respect them. Anyway, um, but yeah, so far 30 is exhausting. Mm. I'm just tired all the time and I'm ready to go on another vacation. And I think part of that is because I had two pandemic birthdays. Technically, this last birthday wasn't as bad as a pandemic birthday last year, but I did the same thing I did last year. Mm-hmm. I had an outside party and I had all like I had my friends come over and we just like celebrated me. It was Golden Girls themed, so that was fun. Um, but just yeah, I'm mostly uh tired. And I definitely remember, like, the last, like, two months of being 29 brought up some emotions. But it was basically just, like, looking back at everything I went through in my 20s Mm -hmm. and being like, wow, somehow we made it through all that. You deserve a pat on the back. Even if nobody gives it to you, celebrate the fuck out of your 30s because your 20s were not... 20s were not the easiest time in my life and I don't think anybody's is because it's such a time of like learning about yourself and like making a lot of big mistakes but like a lot of things happened where I wasn't able to make like huge mistakes it was a lot of like figuring out my life pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um and then that led to a lot of times me just being like fuck it I give up whatever happens happens I'll just you know be sad forever and I'll do some really destructive shit and when somebody's ready to call me out on it they will because I'm the mom friend nobody's willing to call me out on it (laughs) (laughs) I just had like a couple of times my friends would be like we just worry about you, but we know that if something was wrong, you would also tell us. And it's like, and in my head, I'm like, no. would, would I? No. Would I tell you? You that's tell when, me. Like, that's when like my villain side comes out, and I'm like, would I tell you? <laughs> or would I just pretend nothing is wrong? How do you know wrong? I'm not telling you right fucking now? <laughs> I mean, I've gotten all the hints I've given you. Right. So I'm just, I'm just happy to have like earned my exhaustion mm-hmm. i'm like my 20s were a fucking ride and i'm glad it's over see this year just came with a lot of like fear of mortality and mm-hmm. like i'm sure i'll have to process this in trauma in therapy for my trauma um years later mm-hmm. but not today not today yeah we'll deal with that later mm-hmm. <laughs> but like i don't know watching so many people dying on the news and like piles of bodies everywhere and i'm just like wow aging is terrifying now please don't talk to me about it yeah so birthdays eek we both had pandemic birthdays mm-hmm. the first one was like fun because we were still in the phase of oh this is temporary we'll be fine 
But I think with ours being in the summer, that's when everything like started to open back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Foolishly, last year, we had almost the same freedoms we do this year. Yeah. It's just like, this is, looking back, I'm like, what the fuck were we thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, granted, you and I weren't like going to clubs and shit, but like other people were. I'm like, you and I were just comfortable enough to be like, let's invite like two people to the backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't tell anybody. And we'll make a club in the backyard and no one will know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we had planned this year mine got rained out yeah well i mean we rescheduled it though we're still doing it yeah we're still still doing it have a pride party so yeah my my birthday was going to be also a pride party Mm -hmm. it's going to be fantastic whenever it does happen it's still going to be a pride party yes we still have to dress like slutty baby queers oh i've got my rainbow sparkle pants who are covered in rainbow everything and still wondering like (laughs) but did i send you that one tiktok Mm -mm. there's a tiktok and i'll maybe i'll I'll probably put it in this one but it's of this girl who's like uh she's pretending to be a baby queen she's like can you take a picture of me really fast and they're like sure no problem she has a shirt that says big dyke energy she has a rainbow flag cape she has a beanie on she has like mom jeans rolled up at the cuff and she's like posing for it and then she stops she's like do you think I should throw up a peace sign so they know I like girls? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, the other character's like, no, sweetie, they know. They, they got the picture, hun. Yeah, and I'm like, um, yes, me. I definitely bought two bisexual shirts for the rest of Pride Month. They mm-hmm. arrived yesterday. I also have a bisexual face mask to wear to the outdoor prides. I don't care. I'm doing it all summer. Fuck y'all. Boom. So, yeah, one I'm going to wear uh, this weekend, and then the other one, if I make it to Ipsy Pride next Friday, I'm going to wear it there. I need a good pride. Mm-hmm. I've just become such a hermit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, birthdays. We talked about pandemic birthdays. Mm-hmm. What was your absolute best birthday? Best birthday. Yeah. Let me think. Probably. Okay. So when I turned 28, I think it was. Yeah. Because last year, yeah, last year I turned 29. I'm like doing math in my head. So when I turned 28, I had already started like doing burlesque. But I had been around the burlesque people for a while. So when I started performing, it was kind of just like another like, woo, yay, we love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that morning I went to brunch with like all of my like best friends that I've known forever. Everybody that was at my dad's party. Mm-hmm. And we like went to brunch and I remember they all like decided to like, not all of them, but most of them basically like went around and said like, we love you because, or you're so great. And that was really really nice and that was kind of like the first time that like I <laughs> my birthday leading my the year leading up to 28 was not great and it was like definitely a time where I was like I don't know if I deserve having these friends anymore because I was going through a lot with like a specific friend who I'm not friends with anymore and I just remember coming out of that and feeling like I put my friends through hell again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was like, I don't deserve all of this. And like, I don't know why they stick around and still be my friend. By my birthday, I wasn't feeling that anymore. So it was nice to like hear like that stuff. But then I also that night went to Speakeasy Sundays, which is a monthly burlesque show that used to happen in the before times here. (laughs) And I went there and I was like, I just felt really good already. And then like Holly said like really nice things about me, like on stage in front of everybody. And like they gave me like a round of applause and it was like me and Lilith Von Tall. And it was just like, that I remember thinking like at that point I was like this is how I've wanted my birthdays to feel for a long time and it's nice that it finally like even though it's like I'm turning 28 it's nice to finally have like birthdays that feel like a birthday you know yeah so and since then I've gotten really fucking spoiled for my birthday so (laughs) of like yeah burlesque was a good idea people spoil you there (laughs) I think See, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I don't normally like celebrating my birthday because historically they go badly. Yeah. So my best birthday would be a tie between my 21st and then last year's my 26th. My mm-hmm. 21st birthday, 
I was taking summer classes and couch surfing at my friend Tom's apartment. Mm-hmm. And he just walked in after class with a huge thing of vodka. I was like, happy birthday. <laughs> so we got vodka drunk and played Star Wars BattleBots on the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. And then drunkenly did karaoke while everybody stared at us like we were crazy. Because we were drunk at like 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> and I almost fell out of a balcony trying to get a flower off of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're better than me. I remember about two hours of my 21st birthday. I mean, yeah. Like, I remember the day, but my actual, like, party, I remember all of, like, two hours. See, everybody was out of town for my 21st birthday. So mm-hmm. it was just just me and Tom and, then like, one other person ma- managed to come over. And that was about it. I got a hotel room for my 21st birthday and invited, like all of my friends and I made up a game. I don't even I don't even know if they knew that I made it up on the spot, but I did. It was a it was um a play on beer pong, but it was clear pong. <laughs> um and it was just cups of clear liquids. Some were tequila, some were vodka, some were Sprite, some were water. It is like whatever you got, you had to drink. <laughs> uh terrible game. Do not mix alcohol like that kids that are listening. And I kind of remember playing. And I just remember at one point I started doing spins around the room. And I was like saying that I have a friend who's like an actual ballerina. And I kept being like, I'm Kayla, I'm Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then security knocked on the door. And for whatever reason, me, the drunkest person there, answered the door. Nice. And yeah, I was like, that's what I remember. And then I remember the next day was horrific. was not fun. See, I never get crazy parties. Like, having a a June birthday. Mm -hmm. Which is insane to me, because, like, school year's over. It's summer. Right. But, like, all of my friends that I met in college, they lived in East Tennessee, and I lived in West Tennessee. Mm. So it was like I was away from all of them. My family makes my birthday pretty much horrible. Yeah. Um, I'm not friends with anybody that I knew in high school, because... You gross, get it away from me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're never really crazy. I think my craziest one was that one. And then my 26th birthday where my garage was a goth club. And I got pretty decently drunk with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. And I uh, read Twilight. <laughs> yes, live reading of Twilight. Live reading of Twilight. That's where we, like, plotted on our podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, we planned for the podcast. I got a bunch of black balloons and, like, little black accessories. I decorated it pretty nice in there. It, it was really nice. It was better decorated than most goth clubs I've been to. I mean, yeah, because you could see the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, Your feet didn't stick to it. Yeah, so. So, if we're being a garage, it was pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it looks like because I hear, like, you told me, like, Gage cleaned it. So, I'm excited to oh, see yeah. what it looks in there. It looks nice. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any other. Like, I've had, like, good birthdays. Like, I remember when I was 10, I had a hotel party that my mom threw for me. And then for my sweet 16, we went to Cedar Point. But, like, as far as, like, birthdays where everything went right, definitely my 20, yeah, my 28th birthday. There was, like, one thing that went wrong, but it's, like, deeply personal. I'll tell you one more. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be all of my answers to the next question. Worst birthday ever. Most of mine are pretty damn bad, and I'm not going to depress listeners by talking about, but let's say there's a reason I hate cops and have hated cops from a long time ago. Yeah. you say what age it was, or is it multiple? It was ages 5 through 12. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. I had one good birthday in that age range, and that was about it. Yeah. I can't remember. I want to say it was my 11th birthday. I remember my 11th birthday was, like, the first one that I, like, cried. And I was like, how can someone cry on their birthday? Mm-hmm. But it's like you get that cruel reality of, like, people cry every day. Sometimes it happens on your birthday. And I also will say that my 25th, yeah, my 25th birthday was rough because it was two months after my mom passed. Mm-hmm. So it was just a rough 
day in general and then towards the end of the day like my dad forgot that he was supposed to take me to dinner so I'm like rushing trying to get home and he's like he's like not ready to go and I'm just like and I remember I had to like pull the car over so I could like cry and compose myself because I just like it's not like I don't want to make it seem like she never did anything but that's just something my mom wouldn't have done my mom never forgot my birthday and she never forgot what I wanted to do yeah. she may have argued with me over what I wanted to do but she knew what I wanted to do every year and she tried to make sure that it happened and it was just like you know it was just a rough birthday and but it was also one that I was looking forward to because I was like I don't want to be 24 anymore because 24 was like the worst age of my life it yeah. was a good birthday worst age of my life so I was like, I'm just very excited to not be 24 anymore, but also this this jump over it sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, birthdays are rough for me historically. Yeah. I'm usually not a fan of birthdays. Recently, I have become a fan of birthdays because mm -hmm. I have moved 600 miles away from my family. You make new memories. Yes. Like eating woodpile and watching movies yes. at home because we don't have to go to movie theaters anymore Yay. for the time being. We don't have to go to movie theaters. Yeah, those are decent birthdays for me. All right, let's do a cake round. Okay. Okay, cake rapid fire round. Favorite cake? Of all time? Of all time. A salted caramel cake with like an actual like caramel cake filling because yeah. you can get yellow cake with caramel icing and it's good but like if you can get like a salted caramel cake with like a good caramel cake inside sounds delicious mm -hmm. I think second runner-up mm -hmm. and I don't care y'all can judge me if you want to carrot cake carrot cake is good I like carrot cake um my favorite cake is the strawberry flavored cake with cream cheese icing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, I just love it. And then runner up is the classic birthday cake with like the confetti sprinkles in it mm -hmm. and white frosting. All time favorite cakes right there. Yeah. And they're like usually people's least favorite, which I don't get. I'm not crazy about that strawberry cake, but I'll I'll cut up on some funfetti cake. But I cheat so good. I cheat and put cream cheese icing on it. Oh that's how you have to do it. I put cream cheese icing on everything, to be honest. Like, I'm just like, well, if you just want the color, I'm going to put cream cheese icing. No, yeah. Cream mm -hmm. cheese icing, hands down the best. It has to be cream cheese icing. Yeah. Least favorite cake. Ooh. Um, honestly, really anything with, like, a super colory frosting. So, like, those unicorn cupcakes. I hate uh, them. Yeah. Yeah. And a second runner-up, which is, again, this is going to be controversial, but devil's food, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much chocolate, and it's too rich, because usually there's, like, chocolate shavings and, like, chocolate, chocolate frosting. It's just, I'm like, it's too much chocolate. Like, I can eat, like, maybe three bites of it, and I'm like, I'm going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I was going to say the same thing. Chocolate cake? I do not like the actual cake to be chocolate. Chocolate icing? Mm-hmm. Fine. Chocolate cake? No. I, I don't know why. I just kind of hate it. So, devil's food cake, definitely my absolute least favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, because I like chocolate. I'm a chocolate fan, but... Yeah, just too much. Exactly what you said. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm going to throw up after a piece of cake. Uh -huh. I'm not crazy about coconut cake either. Mm. And it's not like I don't like coconut because I like German chocolate cake. I think it's the coconut and the white icing and then, like, coconut flavor in the cake. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I don't like monochromatic cakes. <laughs> I mean, I can because I do love a lemon cake. Mm, lemon cake is really good but lemon isn't like i don't know it's just that coconut flavor i think it's because i'm a person where like i taste a little bit of coconut and it overpowers everything mm -hmm. and that's saying something because i use coconut oil in all of my cooking but as far as like in desserts i'm not crazy about it at all i like a like light dusting of coconut mm -hmm. that's about all i like which is funny because i love mounds and almond joys did I ever make you... I shouldn't. We have to come up with a new name for this. But did I ever make you that stuff called Christmas Crack? Mm -mm. That has coconut in it. That sounds... I feel like... Does Tyler like coconut? Not particularly. <laughs> every time I eat... I don't like coconut either. But every time I make it, I'm just like... I feel like I would tear this shit up if I was high. Mm. So... Because it's like Chex Mix, coconut, 
like caramelized sugar. Some people add almonds. I add pretzels to mine. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I mm. will tear up some good coconut desserts. Yeah. Now I want almond joys. Mm-hmm. I'll have to make some. Maybe I'll make some for the party. Yes. Yeah. Um, ice cream cake. Yes or no? I am not a fan of ice cream cake because usually you have to freeze the cake and I like my cake to be soft mm-hmm. and I don't like it to be in the freezer, like to taste it right out of the freezer. And there's no, and also usually the ice cream that comes with ice cream cake isn't good. Yeah. It's not decent enough ice cream. Now I'll eat ice cream and cake together. I do like that, but an ice cream cake, I'm like. Yeah, my, my problem with ice cream cake is it's always either frozen or melting and disintegrating. There's no good in-between. Like, there's no good time to eat ice cream cake. I like cake soaked in ice cream, but when they are separate. Because mm-hmm. I don't. I like cake. I don't want to have less cake in my cake. Yeah, see, I'll cut, like, a slice of cake and then put, like, a scoop of ice cream on top of it. Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, and like I said, I'll eat them together, but I don't like them made together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cookie cakes. Oh God, I hate them so much. See, I love cookie cake, except I... if they put way too much of that weird icing on it. I just don't understand who saw a giant cookie and said, I'm gonna put a bunch of pink frosting on it and yeah. smile, spell out, grandma loves you, and then cut it up like a cake and eat it. This is, Icing doesn't belong on cookies unless it's like those sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. Doesn't, and usually cookie cakes are chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. And the first cookie cake I had was Mrs. Fields. I hate Mrs. Fields cookies. Uh-huh. They're so weird. The chocolate is not chocolate. And on top of that, it's that sugary, sugary, sugary icing that you get from like a can at Kroger. Yeah. And they're like putting it all over the cake. Like this is... I I just no. It's a stomach cake waiting to happen. Yeah, there's a running joke that I'm gonna sit on a cake at a local erotic art show, the Dirty Show, and I said I was like, can I sit on a cookie cake because I hate them. <laughs> I'm still not allowed to sit on the cake there, so I'm gonna sit on one on Instagram if you follow me. Hey, because I hit a thousand followers before my birthday, so probably in the next week or so i don't know when this episode is coming out but if you haven't seen it by now i sat on a cake probably by the time <laughs> this is out yeah see I, I like cookie cakes but no icing on that icing's gross mm-hmm. why do we use that icing anymore mm-hmm. didn't like it um best gift you've ever gotten Let's see. In the realm of birthday gifts, I'm trying to think of, like, the stuff I got as a kid that made me really excited, but I can't remember, like, anything crazy. Like, I definitely did not get a car for any of my birthdays. Um, I think... Last year, I got some really good birthday gifts. And this is going to sound real bad but i mean recently this year honestly i got a cricket so that was pretty nice and then last year i got a lot of really nice stuff i got fierce by joe weldon the history of leopard print which if you don't know i'm obsessed with leopard print so it's a good book to like pick up and like see different stuff mm-hmm. and i also got a eight foot bullwhip last year nice <laughs> so have i learned how to use it yet no but you, still you gotta it. bring it over I know. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it at the party. Yes, please mm-hmm. do. Because we will we'll teach you how to crack it. Scare off the neighbors. Yes. They need scaring off. Mm-hmm. I'm not a gift person. I don't generally like gifts. Because to me, when somebody gives me a gift, it's like this pressure. Like you have to like it or you're rude. Why do you think I wouldn't open the gifts in front of people? No, I party? get it. <laughs> Everyone's like, at my party, which Delta was at, they were like, we want you to open your gifts in front of people. And I was like, I'm not doing that. No, I totally understand. I like to be in private when I open gifts, even Christmas gifts. I'm like, don't look at me. Yeah. I just hate that pressure. Do you like it? I'm like, well, no, yes. not really. I don't really need this. Yeah, that's the worst. Like, if you're... If you're going to get me a gift, get me something I need. Mm-hmm. If you really want to, like, make my birthday, 
make it where I don't have to plan my birthday. <laughs> yeah. 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 Surprise I would, party. I something. would love for anyone else to throw me a party. Mm -hmm. I'm like 30 and I'm like, if y'all want me to celebrate my birthday, which people tend to do, I'm like, y'all can throw me a party at this point. I've, I've, I'm done supplying the entertainment for people because it's like, it's just overwhelming and exhausting. Yeah. And at this point, also, I'm just going to start telling people, what do you want for your birthday? Money. I want money so That's... I can buy the things that I want. Also, if you want to tell people what to do, you can do what I did and make a gift of registry for your birthday. Mm -hmm. And I got two things off of there. So I'm like, it worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, wait, I got three things. Never mind. I'm yeah. definitely a cash person. If you want to give me something and you're going to refuse to give me something I need. Because mm -hmm. I get people that are like, I'm not going to buy you something that you need. That's not fun. And I'm like, but I need it. It would be fun for me not to be stressing about it anymore. Yes, that, that's the fun for me. The removal of stress. You can also buy her vodka. Vodka? Excellent choice. Me, um, you can buy Prosecco. I'm never going to turn down Prosecco mm -mm. or tequila. Yeah, either give me cash, buy me booze, mm -hmm. or throw me a party. Give me cash, buy me, make me a cake. I'm not crazy about most store-bought cakes, and that's just me being bougie I, because you can't get a good salted caramel cake store-bought mm -hmm. um, unless you go to Milano Bakery at Easter Market. And, or just... Put me on a plane somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at at this point. People are going to be like, what are you doing for your birthday? Getting the hell out of here yeah. yet again. Travel birthday would be nice. Mm -hmm. That would be really, really I've nice. I've been out of town once on my birthday and it was honestly the best fucking thing ever. I plan on doing it much more in my 30s because I'm like, what the fuck am I celebrating with all these people for? Not that I don't love the people that I choose to celebrate with. It's just a thing of like... Nobody's asking me to do this anymore, right? Like I've like I've done this enough. Like right? I can just do what I want to do. Birthdays are fun when you're in your twenties and your thirties are where you reclaim your birthday. Yeah. Now I'm gonna do what I wanna do only. Which is get out of here and go get into a fling on some island somewhere and then come back home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a good surprise party would be the best birthday gift though, honestly. Yeah. I didn't have to plan anything. And I get to be the center of attention. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Put all my gifts on a table. I will open them later. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I mean, I would, I have this grand fantasy of, like, being able to throw, like, a big, gigantic birthday bash. Mm -hmm. But I would have done that this year. So I just feel like... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've kind of like missed that opportunity and now I'm just like, I just want to kind of go be present somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't think I could see myself having a big birthday party. Mm -hmm. I just get tired of people too easily. I don't like socializing. I mean, it would be a select few people because I'm definitely not one for like, I want like 50 people all expecting me to say something or yeah. like wanting to talk to me. Like, I'm good on that. But I could have, like, a bigger thing with, like, 20 or 30 of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, my closest friends is, like, 10 people. This party would be so I could invite, like, people from different aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. And have them all in the same place celebrating me. But, I don't know. Do those even exist anymore in the wake of COVID? Yeah, that's, that's the thing about pandemic birthdays. At least for me. It's like, mm -hmm. what friends do I have? <laughs> you have friends. I know I have friends, but it's just like a year a year without contact with people will do some crazy things to some friendships. I hear you. Yeah. I think that was the focus of my birthday this year. It's just like, I have good friends, mm -hmm. but I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. Yeah, mine was just like, who do I miss and who do I know will actually come? Yeah. And how do I make it safe? And like, everybody who I invited came. So I'm just like, okay, I must have done something, right? Yeah. So. 
I hate the reflection that comes with birthdays. I don't want to reflect on shit. I tried to write a note to my 20 year old self and I just was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like, because I just think about like, it's a long road from 20 to 30. And where I was at 20, like if you had told me that I'd be in this place at 30, I would have been like, no, I'm going to be so much further than that. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. And like, now I'm just like, I am exhausted. We did so much. Like, and to think that like at 20, this seemed like something that was just going to come naturally to me at like 24. I'm like, oh, sweet tea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Who decided your 20s were supposed to be the most fun that you've ever had in your life? I think they're supposed to be fun, but productive because everything's supposed to be like some ABC family show. And yeah. I'm like, no, I was like, mine was literally, I don't fucking know, like, if your life in your 20s is supposed to be like saved by the bell or something mine was i don't know fucking euphoria that's what it yeah. like. i'm just like this is where i find out just how s deeply sad i can be mm -hmm. yeah my 20s was like you're depressed you have anxiety you have ptsd mm -hmm. you chose the wrong career path and now you're suffering for it yeah uh huge relationships ending <laughs> yeah mine was literally just like and it's hard because like i think of my life from 20 to 24 and at that time i was like oh my god i'm so stressed out and i'm so all over the place and i don't know what i'm doing and i'm but i thought at that time i was like but i'm happy and i'm content and i could live the rest of my life doing this mm -hmm. because eventually and this was again my stupid brain i was like eventually i'm just gonna find a partner and we're gonna be happy together and this is my life's gonna just pick up and then you know my mom passed and everything that i thought that i knew i wanted went straight out the window yeah. because the only thing i wanted in the world was not gonna happen so then i had to kind of just look at my life and be like it what that did literally was just jolt the idea of like what if it all went away tomorrow i'm yeah. like is this the life that you still want do you still want to be working at this place do you still even want to be living here do you still like want to be this person like i wasn't the same like person six months after my mom passed that i was six months before yeah so i was like what do i do with this so that being that happened right smack dab in the middle of my 20s definitely like put a lot of different things into perspective and it was also like hey um it's okay if you don't have it all figured out you can still make mistakes and people will forgive you mm -hmm. and also you can also make mistakes and shitty shit happens after you make these mistakes and you're gonna have to question your relationships with people because maybe you have attachment issues because you're afraid of losing people again maybe the only way you know how to show you love people is through like doing things that are not necessarily healthy they're a little bit like uh codependent mm. and then that shattered and so now i'm just finally at the point where i'm like i have to just look out for me and if people still want to be a part of my life that's fine also i don't need to live in a place that is run by my insecurities that i've had for a long time mm -hmm. it's like these are all things yes like eventually you know you get to a point where you start like if you're me you just finally seek professional help and have somebody tell you like you're really hard on yourself you don't have to be like you're beating yourself up for something that hasn't even happened yet. And I'm like, well, it's going to. So, yeah. so yeah. The, the positive thing about getting through your 20s is you finally understand who the fuck you are and how you operate. You? I mean, at a certain point, not completely. You understand most aspects of how you relate to other people, yeah. I think. You definitely get more clarity on it, at least, if you, you don't do. fully understand it. And hopefully, you know, what I wish for everybody is that by the time you reach any point in your 20s, really, when you finally lock into, like, this is where I'm comfortable, I just hope everybody learns how to enact boundaries and, yes. like, enforce them. Because, like, putting them up is one thing. Enforcing them, I'm learning in this moment, is not the easiest thing to do. 
because what do we like? Comfortability. When do we want it? Every minute, every, of, every day. So we don't want to be the rigid one who's like, because there's always going to be that voice in your back of your head that's like, why can't things just be the way they were? Because they were not working. Mm -hmm. Remember, they weren't working. Yeah. Like, and if you don't go back, you've made it this far. I believe in you. They weren't working. You, you had to say it out loud. It's because it was bothering you. Don't go back on it. Yes. Another thing, if you're in your 20s, I feel like you owe it to yourself to at least try therapy. If you're not happy with where you are. If you're in our generation, we should actually be getting it for free. Yeah, we need. we were raised by people who were in, who were our age during the Reagan era. And so now I'm just like realizing how much of my dad pushes on me. I'm like, you've got to get out of the fucking 80s, man. Yeah. Like, ugh. But. The amount that the previous generation pushed us and the generation before them, how much they have destroyed. It's just at least try therapy if it's not for you it's not for you but mm -hmm. for a lot of y'all i feel like it would help mm -hmm. just saying therapy is the best decision i made in my 20s by far yeah i mean therapy's runner up to like cutting a toxic person out of my life yes that was probably the best decision that i made because it was just like it wasn't immediate clarity but like looking back I'm like you could still be messed up and all that and you'd probably be in a you wouldn't I wouldn't be in the place that I was now so I'm just like thank goodness for me being able to call that out for what it was and being like you know what I'm gonna walk away now mm -hmm. it eventually led me to therapy the first time around um I'm currently still trying to Believe it or not, it's very hard to find an available therapist when the entire world is collectively grieving through a pandemic. Yeah. So, And also, I work a lot, so a lot of uh, therapists are like, no, I will not see you at 8 p.m. on Thursday. Right. So, and I will also not see you at 9 a.m. on Saturday. You will find someone else. And it's like, it's hard enough trying to find a therapist, I feel like, when you're dealing with any type of, like, big ticket stuff. But it's like, grief, queer, black woman <laughs> um possible anxiety definitely was like in the middle scale of anxiety and now i know i'm like no i think it's just full-blown at this point yeah. i'm like i'm not getting chest pains out of nowhere so just things like that but um yeah even if you i will say for people if you're like me and you're having a hard time finding therapy a different alternative is to find something that is just simply yours that you can do for like 30 minutes every couple of days yeah for sure for me it was working out and exercising mm -hmm. which i'm trying to get back into i have been stretching at home on the weekends which is nice i just stretch for like 15 minutes and i put my phone on airplane mode and i kind of just lay there and do whatever comes naturally and then i also like to do like yoga every once in a while walk on the treadmill sometimes i'll um journal so that can be really nice or just cook a meal or like find something that centers you mm -hmm. and brings you back to you and lets you remind yourself that like i am whole i'm doing the best that i can it's okay to scream at the sky the world will not fall apart if i scream at the sky yeah mm -hmm. i mean i'm the biggest cynic in the fucking world and I know people always say, like, meditation and relaxation really help, and mm -hmm. I've spent 26 years, like, fuck you, I'm not gonna sit alone with my thoughts uh -huh. in a quiet room mm -hmm. with some relaxing music and pretend it's okay. Terrifying. Yeah, but uh, this year I tried it, and it, it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, like five minute meditation videos on YouTube. I'm not going to say I can meditate for an hour and not cry, but yeah, you definitely have to know your limits yeah. with that stuff. Cause I've definitely got through a couple of yoga classes and came out of Shavasana just like, <laughs> yeah, cause it's like it, so much of yoga is like, remember your breathing, center yourself. And you know, this is your practice and this is your time. And it's so, if you go to a really good teacher, they so build it upon like, do what makes you comfortable. Mm -hmm. And to have like that environment where it's just like, do what you need to do and breathe when you need to breathe and stay in child's pose if you need to stay there for a little while. 
and then you come out of it and you realize like how much shit you've been holding in and you have to do like the deep breaths and stuff and then after it's all gone it's like holy fuck what am i left with oh my is this is this what clarity feels like yeah i haven't felt it in months so yeah i've definitely had to incorporate a lot of zen shit into my life like I listen to the honest guys mm-hmm. on YouTube. They have like really cool five to fifteen minute like spiritual walkthroughs. Like you can go walking through the forest, or mm-hmm. you happen upon your guardian spirit in in the <laughs> river, and like mm-hmm. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just funny. This like oh, girl. No. yeah, yeah. I I used to laugh at this shit, and then I actually tried it, and I'm like, this is really really relaxing and like really helpful that's how i feel about my sleep podcast i'm like this sounds so stupid this man's just reading peter pan but it's just like the way he talks is just so gentle and tender i'm like jesus christ i'm like i don't think i'll ever have a partner that's this intimate with me it's just like your body is starting to relax right you're feeling the stressors of the day just fade away it's you and a quiet night and we're starting our story and I'm like I love you don't leave me please it's like I don't want to fall asleep because I just want someone to continue to read to me you should try honest guys too I yeah I mean if you're listening and you want to woo me just come over and read me like I don't know Tehenasi Coats or something (laughs) (laughs) read between the world and read by Tehenasi Coats I mean, that's the advice from someone who has survived their 20s and someone who's you get close. To be, you get to be 30 and you realize that intimacy for you is allowing someone to lay in your bed, open your books, and read them to you. Uh-huh. Like, it'd be a cold day in hell before I let some fuckboy read me the color purple. But if it was a nice, intimate partnership, I'd be like, would you like to read my favorite story to me? Uh-huh. I would love nothing more. Thanks, you're a good person. Now I'm going to go cry while you read this. <laughs> Just ignore me. Keep reading. Keep reading. I'm just sobbing because she deserves so much better. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Get you some zen and honestly, last bit of advice, reduce your screen time. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Just a little bit. I'm 30. We're all going to need blue light glasses in the next two years. Anyway, I got a really cute leopard print pair. Wear your blue light glasses. Yes. If you're not going to reduce your screen time, if you're like me and you're like, fuck you, I've had an iPod (laughs) since I was 13 years old. You made me like this. Buy some blue light glasses and turn on the lamp when you're watching TV. Don't watch TV in the dark. Yeah. Turn on a lamp when you're reading. Don't read in the dark. Stop reading in the dark. Stop doing, you know, turn on lamps when you're using these things and stop straining your eyes. Um, your vision will start to get fucked up the older you get. But even though you can't see anything far away, guess what? The doctor will tell you you still have 20-20 vision, so figure it out. (laughs) So you can have glasses, but we're going to make it really hard for you to get a cheap pair, even though your prescription is the lowest one possible. It's like, okay, well, you know what? I guess I'll just go fuck myself. (laughs) Well, this has been the birthday episode of Dish of the Day. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of turned into a life advice episode, but I'm okay with that. You know, you made it. I made it through my fucking twenties. I'm allowed to give advice to at least one person. No, yeah. If you're younger and you don't have like a an older mentor that's like at least a few years out from you to tell you, hey, everything's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. We are here. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can leave us a voicemail. This is a safe space if you need. I don't think, I mean, Delta and I are not necessarily qualified to give no. advice, but also if you want to know our opinions, we are very wordly, wordly, <laughs> wordly, <laughs> we're wordly and worldly, <laughs> wordly and worldly. We've both been through some things that have given us wisdom that we didn't necessarily ask for, but hey, we got it. Might as well impart it on somebody. I didn't suffer through this so I could stay silent about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to give advice to anybody. Exactly. Like, I did not make it to the point in my life where just rearranging my furniture is a sign of contentment for me. But I literally, like, yeah. Like, if you want advice, I'll give it to you. Yeah, if you want advice or you just want to hear our opinion on something, please leave a voicemail. We'd love to hear it. It will 
at this point, pretty much guaranteed to be played on the podcast unless you're an asshole. Right. Or unless you tell us, like, hey, I'd rather this not be played on the podcast yes. and you just read a transcript of it. And we'll do that, too. Mm-hmm. But we have the voicemail option. We have the email option. Seriously, if you want to engage with us, please, there are so many options and we would love, love, love to hear from you. We know engaging with people is difficult right now and Mm -hmm. and energy draining, but... If you're still one of those people who doesn't want to leave the house but wants to connect with people, you have an option. Yeah, so hit us up at voicemail is at speakpipe.com forward slash dish of the day podcast. Our email is dishofthedaypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to just send us an email that we can read out loud. We have an Instagram. We're going to have a Facebook coming up. Um, Do you want to talk about our... Yeah. Yeah. And we did want to announce right now we are going to go on a short summer break because Mm -hmm. honestly we have stressful jobs. Yeah. And stressful lives. Mm -hmm. And... We just thought summer was a good time to go on a break for us. Yeah, it's just going to be... And also, like, with the world opening back up, both of us are planning, like, travel in the next, like, couple of days. So, I'm pretty sure we'll just be gone for, like, most of July, maybe a little bit of August, but we'll definitely be back before the end of summer. Yeah, it shouldn't be longer than four or five weeks. Yeah, we're just going to take some time. But with that comes... Season two. Season two is going to be a fucking blast. I can already tell. Yeah, we have plenty, plenty, plenty things planned in the works. We're really hoping. I really hope that we can secure, like, our celebrity guest. I know. (laughs) Like, we're going to have to get on that. But if we do, that'll be super cool. We're going to have more guests. We're going to have more movie reviews and dish reviews. Mm -hmm. We're planning a bunch of shit. I can't even think about it. It's just been nice having this to come to because I think, you know, it's nice for us to be able to, like, talk about these different topics. Because, like, as proven once again by this weekend, Delta and I can talk for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so it is nice to, like, hone in on a topic. So that is one thing. Another thing you often leave us, if there's something you'd like to hear our opinion about and you think we could make a whole episode of it, go for it. Give us a topic, for sure. If you're sick of us ranting about white men, get out of here. Bye. (laughs) I don't really... (laughs) And if you don't like it, that's okay. <laughs> Have a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, even though we're going at a break, still send us those voicemails. Guarantee we'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we will read all the emails. Binge our past episodes. We have a couple of friends that are coming out with podcasts in a couple of weeks, so you have that to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we're not going to be gone forever. We're just taking a short break. Mm-hmm. Um Um, Let's do a sweet spot before we completely wrap up. What's your sweet spot? Um, My sweet spot this week is probably... hmm, You know, I'm going to be basic and say the weather. The weather has been nice. The weather has been really nice this week because last week it was very fucking hot and I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, here's the climate crisis we all tried to avoid. It's here. We're never going to know what cool weather is. But then it thunderstormed and it rained for a couple of days and it did exactly what I hoped it would do. It cleared some of that humidity out mm-hmm. and now it's just nice to be outside and we can go on walks again and I can like drive with the windows down and it's not so hot yeah 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 my sweet spot has been being able to enjoy the weather and other things because i'm on a bit of a break from work Mm. so god it's nice to be on a break from work yeah jesus christ so i've been sleeping doing my hobbies finally Mm -hmm. i guess that's another sweet spot i had a live performance yeah yeah i performed at ipsananti pride which is just known as ipsy pride i'm tired i don't know why i said the whole word (laughs) i mean out of towners might need to know but yeah i performed out at an outdoor pride and it was really nice and i got to see a lot of friends that i haven't seen in a while and uh burlesque is picking back up which is panic inducing but also kind of nice yeah um I was able to eke out an idea for a, a act that'll probably not get booked for a while. <laughs> you never know. It's, uh, yeah, so that'll be an interesting thing. If you keep up with either of our 
burlesque slash personal pages personal in quotation marks because who are we really yeah <laughs> um but if you keep up with those you'll see that like i think things are starting to happen and especially like i feel like on my end i've like kind of been answering yes and no to a lot of things lately and i'm just like i remember what this was like and so I'm and trying to be better and trying to like advocate for myself and only take a couple because I'm like it'll be very easy for me to just jump right into the schedule I always had and I'm like remember how that like burnt you out really fast yeah. though maybe let's not do that so that is a sweet spot though is that burlesque is very 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 slowly starting to come back and it's nice to have things to look forward to even like shows that I can just go see again that's exciting also so yeah even though i'm dipping my toes in very very slowly it is nice to see performances coming back mm -hmm. for sure and pictures and i think people performing burlesque in people's backyards is really really cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> of like oh this is a dream i love this <laughs> well this has been dish of the day thanks for joining us i'm delta i'm eartha and go get yourself something to eat and enjoy it enjoy popsicle this summer see you all soon like to get in contact with dish of the day you can email us at dish of the day podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash dish of the day podcast we are also on instagram at dish of the day podcast and our cover art was made by gabriella zaratka you can also follow on instagram at windprizegabby that's w-i-n-d-c-r-i-e-s-g-a-b-i Production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.